Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bratatich. I'm back. I'm no longer. I'm no longer joining me. Is Jeremy Bratatich? I am once again joining me, as always. <laughs> it's been weeks because you haven't said it since that was at one time I wasn't on the show. <laughs> really? But I'm I'm at, I'm out of detention. <laughs> oh, <that is> real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have I definitely didn't do that consciously. No, but I, I know. think you're right. I definitely stopped doing that because I would think about <laughs> saying it and then go, Oh, I can't say always. <laughs> like not to be mean, but like No, I know. <laughs> it's not mean. But I noticed it. That's... <laughs> 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 oh my god, that really caught me off guard. Have you been like tracking that? No, <laughs> I just think about it every time. That's so funny. Uh, well, Jeremy, uh, as always, how have you been? Good. I've been good. I've been driving cars. In the, you got your in license? The, in a, no, in a, oh. any video game, I've been driving cars. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Know, this is know. this is a show about video games. Yes, yeah. We're not we're not here to talk about. Although I am here to talk about cars today, but yes, this is a show about video games. This is a show about video games. cast. I'm gonna change like the description <laughs> of <laughs> podcast to show to, about video game cars. No, no, no. Just minimap cast. This is a show about video games, and then that's it. Uh, that's quite direct. I think that would pull in a few people. Who are like, oh, I like shows about video games, and then they'd watch. Call me Nintendo because I am direct. Did 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 you like read that on Twitter? What call, well, me, call me Nintendo, Nintendo because I'm direct? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just made it up. Okay, okay, very good then. I heard that. I'm like, that's too clever for Jeremy, but I'm wrong. It's too clever for me. Uh, uh, well, thanks for being here, everybody. Like I said already, this is the Minimap Cast. Uh, if you want to find this episode of the podcast in other places to the one you found it in, perhaps if you didn't find it on minimap.com.au, you can find it on minimap.com.au, along with all of our previous episodes of this podcast. You can also find it on any podcast service of your choice. Uh, you can also find our other podcasts as well, like The Pecking Order. And our mini disc game club specials, uh, as they are now known. Uh, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau to support us monetarily, or you could just give the show a positive rating on your platform of choice wherever you get this podcast. And we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D improv uh, music as the music for the Minimap cast. That's from their YouTube channel. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's been a kind of a, it's been a weird week. I'd say, uh, Jeremy, I would say it's been months since, I'd say, except for you playing Bloodborne, where we come to the podcast with just the same game we were playing last week. Like, I feel like that used to happen a lot. Yeah. And sort we, of, yeah. We, we started being like, all right, let's bring a bit more variety in. Let, you know, let's make sure we're trying some new things. And that's kind of been reflected in the show. And that's just part of why we were trying 
newer things more often, I would say. But mm. we've definitely just been playing a lot of Elden Ring. <laughs> not just. I mean, not only. I mean, I'm here to talk about cars, but exactly. also, yes. And we're going to talk like, about that is... next. But yeah. I just, I just, looking at the run of shows, just like, that's interesting. I There were two games in the run of show. There was one game we spoke about last week. For and one game that came time. out last week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, let's start with GT7. Uh, and first thing to start off with is, Jeremy, did you know this game isn't a PlayStation 5 exclusive? <laughs> I certainly did not. <laughs> Neither did I. We've been freaking about freaking out about this all week. Um, <laughs> someone, I, I, I tweeted that, and then some random fucking, like, someone who doesn't follow me, so there must have been name-searching fucking GT7, yeah. replied with, like, you've been following GT7, you would know this. And I'm like... Shut up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, um, I was in like a Discord server full of like other media writers and it's just, I just brought it up and someone was like, I didn't know it's on PS4. I'm going to get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like, people whose job it is to cover the industry, like multiple people were no like, idea. what? I had absolutely no idea. Um, yeah. So I've been playing Gran Turismo 7 mm. on the PlayStation 5. Uh how 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 familiar are you with the Gran Turismo series? When oh, when my brother and I got given our early PS2 Christmas present uh, in 2003, uh, it came with two games. It came with uh, Wrath of Cortex, which I thought was great because I didn't I hadn't played a Crash game before that, and it came with uh, Gran Turismo Three A Spec. Um, mm. And so Dan played a lot of A-Spec and I played a lot of Crash. Uh, yeah, when I got my PS2 in 2004 or 5, yeah. uh, mine, mine came with uh, Grand Turismo 3 A-Spec yep. and uh, Ratchet and Clank 3. Oh, mate, that's a good deal. It was $199. For the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Brand new? Yep. Wow. It was known that- as the Hot Pack. That it is... was the slim PS2. It was a, it was an incredible deal. That's outrageous. Yep, yep. It was real good. Ah, oh, to be young. Uh, how old were you actually when you got that? Uh, seven or eight. Hmm. Okay. I did my eighth birthday, maybe. That tracks. Um, um, that's good. Get it. I never owned Ratchet Three, so that's I'm like retroactively never owned, envious. Never. Have you played all of it? Sorry, we're immediately yeah. sidetracked. Yeah, I okay, borrowed right. it. I borrowed it. I played it through like eight times. Right, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, and um, I did buy it after the fact, and I never played the disc that I actually bought, but I was like, I just want to have these. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. Yep. Um, yeah, so Gran Turismo 7, uh, which is... Z-Spec. <laughs> Z-Spec. I think it's like the ninth or tenth in the series, um, because 5 has like three releases or something. Um, yeah, it's it, five was such a weird game. Um, I played a, quite a bit of Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo three because for a while it was half of my PS two library, <laughs> um, and that was like the first time that I'd been exper- I had been exposed to like a racing simulator, I guess. Yeah, because like that game had, you know. Like that game has a lot of things I'm going to talk about, like for example licenses and stuff that you have to do tests for. 
which allows you then to enter better races. And I was like, I was terrible at them. I was so, so bad at them. Um, I think you had, you spoken about that as well, that you also were not very good at it. And then oh, so bad. And were it's very so hard. put off by it. Yeah. They were hard. They were hard. So I was a little bit, I was a little bit cautious coming into this because I, I played Summer 5, which I didn't think was very good. And I played Summer Sport, but Sport's a very different game. Sport's an only online racing game, mostly. Um, it's all about championship races and it's all about online play. There's no, like, single-player, like, progression in that game. It's all mm-hmm. about online. Um, and so I was a little bit, like, I was, I was kind of... I knew I was excited for this game because it was giving me the same vibes that Gran Turismo 3 gave me, um, which is what I wanted. Um... But I was also like, like, what if I just like, what if I hate it? Like, what if like, what if it's really hard and it's really hard to get into and I don't understand what's going on? And then we watched that breakdown, um, that really long yeah, like showcase. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Where they spoke about everything. They spoke about every single fucking thing in that game, including like the music modes and including the photo mode and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, like, I think, I think there's enough for me that I can dip my toes in at least and see how I go. So as I was playing it, I was realizing that this game, I think, is actually very good. I think this is a very good racing game. And I think that if you are looking at Forza and then looking at this, these two games are completely different in a way that kind of really, really took me off guard. Penny Um, farthings only. Yes, only only, uh, only, uh, Model T... No, that's Tesla. Only Model... What's the original... What's that first car? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's worth mentioning that neither of us drive. <laughs> I, I have... I, I've driven. I don't have right. my full license. I've just driven right. a lot under my learners. Sure. I have never driven a car. Whoa. <laughs> I do not have my learners. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I have never once been behind the wheel of a car and been in motion at the same time. Wow. <laughs> um, Gran Turismo 7 has a really good introduction to learning how Gran Turismo works. So I've played a bunch of the Forza games of the, over the years, specifically on the Xbox One in the series, because those games became more and more accessible, then they all got put on Game Pass, and then they became really, really loved and really fun, and they started just releasing them like one after another better and better. Mm-hmm. And they don't do simulator um, things. Uh, well, the Forza games Horizon, are, The Horizon ones don't. Motorsport is more simmy. It is more simmy, but not to this extent. Um, they feel different. Um, these games, they are more arcade racers, kind of. Um, and the reason I knew that is because I was like, oh, look, I played a ton of Forza Horizon 5 and Forza Horizon 6 or 4? 4. 4. 6 exists? Horizon, no. Horizon 5 came out last year. I couldn't remember what number they're up to. Um... And then I was like, oh, like I played a bunch of this. I'll jump into GT7. I'll be totally fine. Played a bunch of it. Fucking shocking at it. Absolutely like dog shit. Oh, Complete, yeah, completely terrible at it. Yep. Um, and that's because then I went into the license thing and it was like, hey, like you got to like, 
you got to turn, you got to break way earlier when you're going into a corner, like all the way earlier. And if you're breaking while you're turning, you fucked up that corner. Um, <laughs> and they don't do like the rewind in this because like that's a Forza thing. And so you got to like sort of retake the test again. So like, I'm like really getting my head whenever I'm doing any of these cornering things. And it's like, it is really throwing me off. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit sidetracked because I cannot stress enough how immediately terrible I was at this game. <laughs> like I was completely fucking terrible. Um, the I game's remember, a massive I remember install. playing GT3 and taking every corner as sliding into the barricade uh-huh, and yeah, then starting yeah. it. Just yeah, pointing touch forward. Uh-huh, right? Um, and so while the game is installing, you can do some of, like, they've got these music modes where, like, a song will play and you got to get to, like, the next checkpoint before 30 beats of the song will end. Um, or rather, like, every time you hit the checkpoint, you'll get 30 more and you got to you got to keep getting there faster than you than um, the song is going. And when we were watching it, remember when you were looking at those little screen timer that was like, and you said that the, the beat timer was off? Yeah. Yeah, so that's not what you should be looking at. There's an, like another part that actually is correct, but I was looking at that as well, thinking like playing the game going, oh, this feels off. There's another part that looks correct, but then when the song slows down, the beats slow down, oh. which I didn't know because I was thinking like, why wouldn't they just do seconds? It turns out some songs slow down so you have a ton of time to get to the next checkpoint. And then the song ramps up again and you got to fucking gun it. It's, it's, it's the weirdest, weirdest thing. Um, the campaign mode of GT7 uh, functions around a thing called the Gran Turismo Cafe, which is you go to the cafe and you speak to a man named Luca who runs the cafe and Luca will give you menus. <laughs> and those menus are collect three Japanese hatchback cars. And so then... This is a weird you have cafe. To, it's a really weird cafe. You then have to go out into the world map and look at where you can unlock the three Japanese hatchback cars that he wants, do some championship races, win them, and then go back to the cafe. And then he will give you a brief, like, here's the history of Japanese hatchbacks, for example. And you then... That then pushes you towards, like, hey, like, here's the next menu. I want you to take a bunch of photos of some cars okay. and then you go back to the world map and it's like mm, photo mode has opened up and then you go in there and take some photos it's, and it, it guides you through the different things on the world map in a really good way hmm. because they, they're not they're, they are locked until you do that so um, some people I'm sure kind of get a little bit annoyed with that because like I just want to play multiplayer and multiplayer is one of the last things you unlock Oh man! Um, so you've got, you got to get through like a couple hours of gameplay before you can even get to multiplayer um but I think they're doing that because they know Gran Turismo multiplayer is really difficult. Um, right. And and when I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll get I'll get to multiplayer a little bit later. Um, but the Gran Turismo cafe is like, it's kind of lovely. Great. Um, when 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 we were watching the state of play, we were kind of going like, this is a little bit, a little bit pretentious. <sighs> Just a little bit pretentious that there's a Gran Turismo cafe with you know light lounge jazz, some wonderful shots of wine glasses on a table with a beautifully rendered car in the background. Yeah, and then like the it, engineers of the of the machines from the seventies come on and talk about their product. Yeah, it it is very um, capital C car culture. 
mm. um, which is what they always have been. That's what Gran Turismo has always been for. Um, but they are trying to bring people who are not into cars into this space, um, which I think is really interesting um, because nothing is uh, nothing is unapproachable oh, in this okay. game. That sounds great. Yeah. I think I think it really is great. Um, so when when I'm in the cafe and my next task is to get my license of a certain grade to then enter a championship and win the championship, that is done in the form of like, hey, we want you to collect this car, um, and there are a couple of requirements that you have to hit before you can enter the race to hit that car, which is the license. And so it opens up the license center. It then gives you like seven or eight challenges and like they these games have done this in the past but i think the the way they're presenting it to you i think is really smart where you have to do say for example stop within this grid uh in a certain time limit um so you've got 17 seconds to get to the end um and you have to stop in a zone and break without hitting anything right um, but because of the time limit you have to pick up speed yeah, yeah, you can't just roll over there. You have to like pick up speed, make sure you break at the right time so you learn when to slow down um, so that you know how long it's going to take for your car to stop. They, they have like a demonstration thing as well. So it'll give you like a video of someone who's, doing, who's done it perfectly as well as giving you all of the stats of the car at the same time. So your UI when you're driving... The, there are two really important things. One of them is a track map in the corner. So you can see uh, kind of like a, like a zoomed in view of the surrounding area of the track that you're currently driving in. So you can see where the bends are without having to look at a really wide map where it's kind of hard to position yourself. Mm. It'll give you like a, a compass oriented version of the map. So you can see how close you are to the corners as well as it gives you a gauge of how far down you're pressing the triggers on the controller. Oh. And why that's important is when you're in the demonstration, it will then show you how hard they are accelerating in the demonstration. So you can try and mimic that and learn how hard you should be pressing the, um, the trigger to know how fast you're going. Mm-hmm. It also tells you as well, additionally, how hard they are braking. So... Both of those information from the demonstrations are really, really useful in learning how to drive a car in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing that allowed me to know how to take corners in this game, which then allowed me to enter a championship, which then allowed me to get the right car, which then allowed me to continue my progress. Um, It's done in a really, really clever way. Um, As well as then bringing you into like, hey, here's the history of these cars. We're just going to give you like a brief like you know rundown of why these cars are important and why i'm getting you to collect these cars and if you want to learn more go over here and you can learn a bunch of stuff um in a way that is doing a pretty honestly good job of getting you to appreciate these different cars um i am not a car guy um but i appreciate when something is when someone is really interested in something Mm -hmm. And knows how to tell a story that will interest you even if you're not interested in that subject. Mm-hmm. And Gran Turismo is that person. 
That Gran Turismo is that person who is really excited to tell you about cars, but in a way that will their excitement will sort of rub off on you. And I did not expect that. I hoped that's what the game was going to be, but I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't tell if it was going to hit that mark or not. Um, the way that I knew that I was getting better at this game is also a really big issue that I'm finding with this game, which is I was doing some license, some some cornering tests in the license. I had to take a corner at a certain speed to then make sure I hit the checkpoint within a time limit. I did it a few times uh, at night and then finished the test at like silver rank or whatever, went to bed, went to work the next day, came home, started playing the game, loaded up my PS5, um, PS5 put the game in rest mode, did the quick resume thing, quick resume thing broke the internet connection of the game because quick resume and the internet connections uh, go together like chalk and cheese and they, uh, the game was like, mm, I've got no internet, but you're in a menu right now so you can actually continue the test. And so I continued the test and then it, I finished a different test, kicked me back out of the menu Game couldn't reconnect, didn't know what to do, stuck in a loading screen for like long enough that I'm like, okay, this is this is not actually working. Close the game, reopen the game, bunch of progress lost. Damn. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Um, really annoying. Especially considering what I was doing was not playing against other people. Yeah, I have heard that this game is like egregiously online. It's like online it, to it, a it, fault. It is. Sport was because sport was only multiplayer. Mm. And this is as well. This shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, this is a bad thing. This game should not have the level of online connectivity. Or if it does, it should default to online to offline things. Because if my internet connection cuts out while it's happening, like then like you're fucked. Well, see, um, that's the thing. Like I've heard the offline mode is basically just that music mode and like 15 cars is. or something like that. And it's really weird. Like, why would I'd, they do I'd, that? All the assets are on the system. I They must be either terrified of licenses. Right. Or, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Um, I, I don't know why so much of the game is gated towards online play. Um, the game is already, like, inaccessibly online in the way that it's a 100 gigabyte download mm. in addition to the, to the whatever 25 gigs you get off the disc. Um, and that's only if you have the PS5 version. You have to. There's only a physical PS5 version, isn't there? That, I don't think so. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I think in some regions they are doing offline PS. Uh, sorry, uh, physical PS4 versions. I don't know. It's the the PS4 version of that game is like a. It's a state. It's a really weird. It's an enigma. Really weird thing. Yeah. Um. So I lost, but I lost a bunch of my progress. But then what I did was I was like, well, fuck. I guess I'll redo the test that I that I already done. And I got him in like two. Nice. Um, and I was like, you, okay. You had learned. Yeah, like I learned how to do this and I had proof of my learnings by having to redo something I've already done way faster than, than it would actually. Like it took me like 20 tries the first time. I did it into like the next day. I'm like, okay, like some of this is actually sticking. Um, I then went into some of the photo mode and I took some, some screenshots hmm. uh, inside the photo mode. Turns out there are... Like so, like there are like hundreds of backdrops that you can drop, drag and drop cars in. Some of the scales a little bit off at times. Sometimes the car is really big, and sometimes the car is way too small. Um, but it turns out there's like 
20 backdrops set in Victoria, which is where we're from. What? <laughs> yeah, right? There's like four in the CBD. Um, there's a bunch in like the Great Ocean Road. There's someone like Latrobe Creek. There's a what ton the in fuck? Melbourne. That's awesome. Yeah, right? That I went to the Australia filter. The two states that were available were Victoria and Tasmania. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love right? that. Right? We love that because we're in Victoria. Well, yeah, um, but also Tasmania is beautiful. Oh, Tasmania is beautiful. And also right? just like, ha, fuck you, Sydney. Um, well, yeah, kind of. But see, the other thing that hits me then is like, why, why I, I'm surprised they, I mean, I guess they maybe literally needed reference to those. Maybe that's all the places they had access to at the time or something like that. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like they've purchased some of these images just from sites. I don't think they went out and sourced them themselves. Because okay. um, some of the photos, they've sort of vary in like photography quality. Right. Not in terms of like pixel quality because they're all very high definition. But in terms of like, I'm sort of looking at these photos like this isn't like this isn't framed great, <laughs> um, which is fine because you can zoom in on the photo as well, so you can sort of like reframe it. But uh, like it's it's some of them are strange. That's funny. Um, I just feel like you know you could have gone to wine country in South Australia or like there's so many places you could have gone. I'm I'm happy there's Victoria though. That's fun. I feel like if Victoria like Victoria has quite a large racing like uh, like a community i guess mm. um industry so like i can i can understand that um but yeah it was it was surprising and, and fun to see mm. um the the love this game has for cars is really shown in that in that photography mode as well because they have gone so far out of their way to make cars look beautiful in every scenario, um, which is really, it, it is fun. It is weird because my brain is also like, haha, like we are taking pictures of brands. Um, right. But I, I don't know. Like I, I, I think, I think I'm not in car culture enough to understand the line between like brand and, like, you know, engineering prowess, mm. Marvel sort of thing, right? And because like, like a passion for the for the form of the car, yeah. Yeah. I, I think because a lot of it is like is so it it, it is like, you know, the higher ups, they they're like, yeah, like we want you know, we want fucking Ford on everything, right? We want Ford on your hat. We want Ford on your shoes. We want Ford on your pants. We want Ford on your car. But then you you understand that the people that are inside of that, that in charge of making the decisions about the actual engine and all that stuff, they don't do that for a love of Ford. At least the, uh, I think yeah. they do that for the love of cars, mm. which is a like you know metal behemoth that is wields an ungodly amount of power. Yeah. Um, and they they do communicate that a bit, but I think I want more of that. I think I want more of understanding why people like cars as a as a like not as a product, but a a cars as a as a feat, um, as opposed to cars as a like company. Yeah, 
like here's a history on Kia and here's a history on Porsche and yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is like, I, I don't like, I think the, the history maybe of car manufacturing weighs that down enough because it's always been about brand competitiveness. Mm. Um, it's not about, you know, like, you know, Jimmy's car is the fastest car in the Jimmy. world. It's yeah. It's Ferrari has the fastest car in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's kind of, it, it is weird to sort of toe that line when I'm not as familiar with it as maybe the game would want me to become. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it's also strange as well because, like, this game has so much information about history of cars and love for all the cars. But w- where the game mechanically funnels you to is is not that stuff. Where Gran Turismo's end game has always been about getting you into competitive racing, because that's what the end game of cars always is: is Kinda, yeah. be the fastest like, you know, be the fastest one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the multiplayer in, at least in, in the campaign uh, context is kind of just off to the side, um, which I think is funny because it also means that people who were only there for the multiplayer will have to go through some cam- campaign they might not be interested in at all mm. um, because the multiplayer is geared towards, uh, like, specifically, like, esports. Um, ah, right. They they really want you to do the sport mode, which is what GT Sport was all about. Which is their like uh, like um, qualifying and then getting into big loud big long races, which was like as far as I can tell from like fairly outside perspective, was like a, like a shot in the arm for that series. Yeah. Um, the 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 GT Sport mode is basically universally loved as a as a mechanical mode mm. um, for the series. Um, and so it like it is good to see that, as far as I can tell, they have literally just dragged and dropped that into the PS5 version of the game. Mm. Um, but the multiplayer is like incredibly competitive. Um, I was feeling okay about myself after a little bit of time oh, no. in 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 the game. Um, like you know, I was I was winning races fairly comfortably in in my in my um, I think I'm in an Aqua. I think is the name of my car. Okay. Um, and I was I was you know taking corners, not hitting bumpers, all that stuff, you know, like not hitting the sides, which, you know, is a pretty low bar, but like I was, you're, what you're I was doing is, I'm getting the fundamentals and I'm also regularly beating my own lap times. So I'm like, right. okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it down. I'm learning maps. Multiplayer, completely fucked. I got <laughs> completely fucked in that almost immediately. Yeah. I, I started in like the fourth position, and like by lap one, I was at the back. Um, yep. Aside from someone who was not driving, um, <laughs> it was it it was not. Uh, I, I I learned my lesson. I took my lumps. <laughs> I think we'll say. Um, but it, it it wasn't like I wasn't sitting there going like, oh fuck, everyone is better than me and like I'm shit at this. I was still at least focusing on my own lap times, which I think is more important in that as well because they they show you your lap times and they show you like how many seconds away you are from the people in front of you Mm. as well as first. And so you can sort of, I I could see myself slowly gaining on them, like not enough to like overtake them by the end of the race, but I could see my my progress continue Mm. through multiplayer. So they are showing you the things that at least make me don't want to quit immediately. Um, in the multiplayer side of it. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, which is a good thing. Um, 
But yeah, the single player side of it, I think is really good. Um, I think for anybody that has not, anybody that has a passing interest in uh, this game, I think is, uh, would, would be welcome in this one. Mm. Um, they, they do a good job at making you care about uh, the cars enough that you will think about the ones that you want to drive. Um, but also they do a really good job of actually teaching you how to play the game because this game is kind of like flight sim in that way where you you can't just gun it and go for it. You sort of have to figure out actually how to drive. Um, which is like... They've done a good job. I think I think it's a I think it's a really good one. Um, the controller haptics really good. Um, good. Like I was, really, I was just about re- to ask about that. Really rumbly, um, in a in a in a natural feeling way, um, as well as the the act the the um, the pressure that the controller gives back to you on the triggers when you're accelerating is also really useful. So I can sort of like oh. they they help you lock in. Uh, a certain amount of pressure well that, not by giving you like, like that's that's kind of what actual pedals are like there's a lot of resistance yeah, right? on them they they give you a, a good amount of resistance excuse me a good amount of resistance so that you can when you want to slow down and take a corner you know exactly where like how far down the trigger is pulled um which is really important um i i think it's like a it, it's kind of a game-changing feature for people who don't have racing wheels. Right. Is like, oh, like you'll be able to, you'll be able to tell how fast you are going or should be going at any point. Mm. Um, yeah, you maybe is, don't have that granularity with steering, but yeah. Well, like, like well, with steering, it's better, right? Because like with steering, you know exactly how much it is so what i found myself doing is with the steering joystick i wasn't just moving left and right i was actually holding forward on it the entire time so i could incrementally move it left and right against mm. the inside of the circle yeah. so i could then once again lock in how i'm steering um using my joystick as a de facto steering wheel, which i think is the correct way to play it um because yeah, otherwise that, and i think they should like the dead zone yes yes um i think they should give you a better way of telling you that um, cause I had to sort of think about that myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good one. Um, I'm having a good time with it. Um, there are really random moments where the game looks really ugly <laughs> and then 95% of the time it looks beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. What are you, what are you feeling about the visuals? What do you mean? It looks ugly though. Sometimes it looks incredibly CGI'd. Like extra, like something about the lighting just comes completely thrown out of whack. The car looks completely placed there in a three D world, and it doesn't look real at all. Right for for specific shots at specific angles, it is very very weird. It is, and it throws me off every single time. Right, and then ninety five percent of the time, it's great. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. It's very odd. And are you um, there's two modes, right? There's like a ray tracing and a performance. Oh, performance like sixty fps, like I. You, you you always want that. Um, uh, the all the replays are in thirty fps with ray tracing turned on, so you can always see what it looks like. Oh, um, that's so that's by right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think maybe my only biggest complaint about the game is that the world I think is not moving enough. It's pretty static um, because it's all about the track, right? It's all about the race track. It is not about the beautiful world like a Forza Horizon, right? Yeah. And so the trees aren't moving enough. The people actually look pretty good. Um, 
for as, as fast as you're going. The animation of the people is really quite good. The, the animation of the dude waving the flag is really real. You can sort of really feel him. You can look at him and feel the weight of the flag that he's holding oh, when he's fun. waving it to say like final lap or, you know. But um, yeah, I think I, I want a bit more, I want a bit more sense of the world because um, there are so many tracks in different parts of the world. I just wish that I could feel that while I was there. Right. Um, but like that, like in terms of like the gameplay, it's all pretty fucking spot on. I don't know. Like it's turns out they're really good at this. Turns out they've been doing it forever. Mm. Um, and they know what the hell they're doing. That's good. I'm I'm really glad it's it's gone well because it's it's by all well I basically all accounts it's been pretty hard to be a a GT fan basically since the PS3 came out basically since GT5 um cuz like load of, times increased know. and the the release was yeah. on PS3 and then like you're saying with sport it was multiplayer only or multiplayer super focused so um yeah that's that's fascinating I'm 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 glad to hear this sounds like a bit more of a win like th- th- this this feels like a one for everyone mm. which I think is very important mm. that's great yeah, yeah, How it's really good. Much are they selling it for? Uh, like full price, one twenty five. One twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Did you get it from Amazon? Yes, yes, I did. Hmm. Yeah, one twenty five seems like too much for that. Like, like it's kind of well, what one, I want to. One twenty five is too much. One twenty five is too much for any game. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a lot. The more, the more we sit in this. Uh, new reality we're in where that is being charged the more i'm like eh, maybe maybe we don't need that um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah it it is it is kind of prohibitively expensive yep yep uh, it's gonna hurt sales at some point it's gonna be like like I, I think that is too high where like people are genuinely not willing to pay it yeah like i might consider it but not at that price yeah, not, not at that price. Not near it either. Like, yeah, sixty bucks. Yeah, like I would buy this game on. I would maybe buy this game on sale. What I think I would actually do is probably borrow this game from you when you were done with it, yeah. um, and see how I felt. Ready to download hundred gigabytes? Yeah, that's that's all right. Yeah, I'm I had to download a bunch of games on my PS Five. I sort of delete a bunch of games on delete, the PS Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna get it? You gonna get an M dot two for your for your PS Five? They're fucking so much money. They're too much. They are a lot of money. Yeah, the the Gen Four PCIe yeah, standard I is can't, quite expensive. I I cannot I cannot pay for that. Less expensive than a than a Seagate expansion card for the Xbox, though. Yeah, also too much. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, so we're also going to talk about Elden Ring, um, mm-hmm. because it's basically all we've been playing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been kind of weird. So last time we spoke about the game, uh, we just had the first weekend with it after release. Um, and I was kind of sitting in this like, uh, I've been playing it for work. The more I play it, the more we talk about it, the more I realize how good it is. Um, I'm in this... I'm still in a weird spot, right? Where I I do like a week of work on the game, recording like the walkthroughs. And then the game is so good 
that it gets to the weekend and I just play more Elden Ring on a different character, which then just means I end up replaying a lot of the same stuff and loving it as a different character, which is cool. So different strategies. You know, I've got one that uses this like incredible shield ability um, as opposed to my Dex character, who's basically two-handing fancy weapons the whole time. So which is just like dodge specifically, like I have to dodge with that other character. And this other one is like, no, you have to block. You're, you've got this shield, block. Yeah. Um, but it means I'm playing so much of the game over and over. <laughs> well, not over and over, just, yeah, just twice. Yeah. Um, you finally beat a boss and then you've got to go and do it over there as well. Yeah, totally. Like like I've, with my second character, um, I've been doing so much extra stuff and then I was like, I'm just going to go beat Margit. I'm just going to go beat Stormvale for something to do tonight. You know, get a few levels, get a few items, just tick that off, get the great rune. So I've got that there. Um, and that took me a few hours, but I'm like, man, Margaret's still kicking my ass. This, this sucks. <laughs> this is annoying. And Godric was easy. Um, but yeah, like playing, playing the bonding to play it after I've been playing it all week and then playing it, playing the same stuff again has been really strange. Um, I'm right now, both of my characters are at level 50 and both of them are at like 26 hours each. So that's like 52 hours, and there was a third character I did for another video, so that was like three hours, and then I did the PC set. So I'm at, I'm at like 65, 70 hours in this game, and so many people have seen so much more of this game than I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have at this point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, you've been to the capital, you've seen way more of Caleb than I have. Um, how have you been finding the game with another week of it, Jeremy? Big. Game is big. So game big. is so big in every way. Um, no, I still I still love it. I still adore it. Um, I went through the entire academy and I think I think that was a I think that was a an area that was not good. Um Do you want actually do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk to that area? The Academy of Rhea Lucaria. Yeah. That or one. the Greater Leonia of the Lakes. Specifically, the academy. I think. Okay, we can talk about the academy. Yeah, uh, I really liked it. We, yeah, yeah. And you I, really I didn't. didn't. No, yeah, I, I, I was glad to get out of that area, and I that was the one place I really didn't have fun. And so you were saying when we were talking, you were saying something like there are too many ranged characters that that just fucked you over from a distance, and you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, like th- there are these, there are these magicians that <laughs> that all they yeah <laughs> conjurers that um they they've got this like really heavy like soul bolt kind of spell which like it it's got really long range on it does and it seeks and, and it harms and it does a bunch of damage and it's and it gives you like a tiny bit of knockback, just a tiny bit of knockback. Yeah, when it when it gets you and it like interrupts you, that's yeah. And what was really putting me off is that they can kind of rapid fire these motherfuckers, <laughs> and if there's two of them and they both start to rapid fire you, they can um they can they can stun lock you and yeah. you'll be dead. Yeah. Um, and it happened a lot. In a way that I'm like, I'm like getting around corners and it's like just hitting me enough. Um, 
and they were just whittling me down over and over and over again. And it just like any enjoyment in that area was just completely destroyed by these guys because they're everywhere. They are so common in that area. Um, yeah, they're the main enemy. Yeah. And it, it, they weren't fun to fight against, I think is, it was my issue. Is that like, they're not particularly hard to kill, but they're always so far away. <laughs> right. They're, they're always around and they're always far away and they can always see you. Um, and so I found whenever I was like, you know, doing like a boss run or whatever, or like just getting fucking anywhere in that game, there was just more and there was just another one and there was just another one after that. And then once more after that. Um, and it was just so frustrating in a way that I'm like, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. They just always there. They can just always see me. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're I, reminded, I, there's, a magi- there's a magician in Demon Souls. There's one guy just before the fucking man-eater boss. That's the exact same fucking thing. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't have that much of an issue. Like, there, there are... Well, there's a couple of reasons. I, I One, I found, like, Karian knight armor in there, which which has, like, more magic defense than physical defense. And so I equipped that right. when I got in there. Um, And so their, their sorcery wasn't destroying me when it hit me. It was strong, but, like, you know... Um, but yeah, no, I never, I never got messed up by them. I, I just had, I, it basically would be once they, once a bunch of them noticed me, I'd run back around a corner away from the, to get close when they were like investigating. And then when they were too close to cast, I would just mess them up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I kind of had, had to do that every time. Right. Yeah. I, I think between that and that, that guy, that random night before the boss, Oh, moon, moon glum, moon, moon yeah, glum. Moon, moon glum. Him and his his impeccable parry timing, um, like it was just a, it was a, it was a disaster. Yeah. Um, to to because I was also like I'm 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 running the fucking I'm running guts's sword from Berserk. The what gigantic, is that, by the way? What? What is Berserk? Everyone keeps it keeps being mentioned as like an Easter egg reference. There's references to Berserk in this game. What is Berserk? Oh, Gary. What? Berserk is like a a a a pillar of anime and manga. Okay. It's like a it's like a it's like on par with Evangelion in terms of like importance to to Evangelion and manga. Every every why have I never heard of it then? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Um everything Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Elden Ring is just how much Miyazaki loves Berserk. <laughs> really? Yes. How have <laughs> I really I I've I've never heard of this until like 5 days ago. I I I do not know. <laughs> I, I I genuinely do not know. Um yeah, but Berserk is 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 a very very important. Did you not hear about at least Berserk when the creator died last year? Nope. Oh, all right then. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Berserk is a is a very very popular, very important. But but, but also like I I, th- I think maybe the thing is Berserk is not currently in consciousness of culture, right. um, because Berserk is quite old. I think Berserk is like. Like 70s or something? It's, no, it's later than that. Um, 
1989 is when it started. Um, it's 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 very it is very very good. Um, it's also not finished, which is like the thing that it, it's it's kind of like a it's the half life of anime. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I feel like I feel like what I've just said is actually sacrilegious, but um, <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, it's kind it's of like that. like half life. Yeah, but fundamentally important, uh, like half life. Yes. Okay. Um. Thank you for this anime history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, there's a lot of there's berserk references in basically all of these games. Yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so like I'm just literally using guts of sword, who's the main character in berserk. Um, yeah, the great sword looks really good in this game. Um, you've yeah. been loving it. Oh, it's it's great because it's so heavy. Um, and its attack just throws you up and, and like, sorry, throws enemies up and, and drops them on the ground. It's, mm. it's fucking, it's so sick. The design... But yes, because I've been using that... The design in, um, in Dark Souls 2 is much more reminiscent of Cloud, of the Buster Sword, than it is... Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's been redesigned in this one. Um, yeah, so the reason I'm using that sword is because... Uh, well, like, I mean, like, because it's really cool and I'm doing a strength build, um, but it also means it's really heavy, and so if I was using any, like, heavy armor or any strong armor, um, th- then I was suddenly heavy rolling. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the academy area was explicitly tough. Mm. Yep, yep, fair enough. I've also heard that area is really hard for magic users because a lot of the right. bosses, I think, have magic resistance. Right. Um, I've heard a lot of people getting stuck on the wolf, which is funny. But yeah, no, I really like that area because I think it, it's it's quite linear in comparison to Stormvale or what I felt Stormvale was. Stormvale had so many branching paths um, if you're exploring everything. Uh, and also I wasn't quite sure of where I was going in Stormvale, whereas in the Academy, I kind of felt like it was just a bit more linear in a way that I really appreciated. Um, yeah. And I really like this, like the way it looks as well. Like there's something kind of cool about going through a, a magic Academy and it's kind of decrepit, but like still open and still running. Um, and Do I have like, a game for you? Uh... Is it is it J.K. Rowling related? Because I don't think I'm going to play no, that. No, not at all. <laughs> no, it's Bloodborne. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's... I've been really enjoying... The exploration in this game... It's fascinating in a way that... I haven't been... I haven't been captured by a game this large and this broad in a long time. Mm. And I'm... I'm really excited to just keep exploring. But there's something about this game that I think is is going to hook me. And I think we said on the last podcast, like, I want to replay this game as a different type of build more than I've wanted to play any previous Souls game as a different type of build, even although it's the largest one. Um, and I think it's because the encounter design is so well done. And the enemies and the scaling and the world design, like it's so it's so much nicer to be in this world, and it's so much nicer to not be funneled down a single tunnel and have to solve those problems in a row the same way every time you play the game. Like having the choice of of where you go and which which things you do first are great. But mm. Breath of the Wild being a direct comparison, it doesn't have that many different ways to play the game. 
There are all those different systems and stuff like that. But like the bosses play the same. The puzzles are all the same. And that's a big part of it, right? The puzzles are a big part of the game. And the thing with puzzles is when you know the solution, you know the solution. And then you'll remember it really quickly, even if you've forgotten it. Whereas Elden Ring is all about the combat. And when you can change your character's playstyle so drastically and what weapons they use, what type of weapons they use and what that makes you strong for and weak against and how that, that changes so dynamically how each combat encounter works that I really want to see how dynamic each each different enemy is against each different type of weapon. I want to see what it's like when I'm running a, an Uchi Katana as, as, composed, as composed as opposed to uh, a sorcery staff as opposed to a great sword or a, or a hammer or that big like anchor that you can use as a weapon like i just want to i just yeah. want to try it all i want to try it all jeremy and you know what's stopping you realizing that you'd have to respect the entire character to give it a go <laughs> i don't mind respecting it's nothing no, wrong but with respecting uh, yeah i know but like some like uh, this this is this is not actually me complaining but like i i found like a crystal magic sword yep and i looked at it's like it's stat requirements and it was like 20 intelligence and like 18 decks. Yep. Which are my two lowest stats. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I want to try the sword though. It's yeah. blue. <laughs> <laughs> There's this sword called uh, the Sword of Night and Flame. And it's mm. got a really unique uh, uh, Ash of War on it. Mm. And it's got a 24 int requirement plus a 24 faith requirement and apparently it just slays like it's absurd <laughs> and the the ash of war on it like you could just cast this wall of flame that just wipes enemies even in the late game and i'm like who's building an int and faith character no one's doing that like the only way to use that weapon is to build for it yeah. um but i, w- I want to do it all like i <laughs> i'm I'm like maybe a third of the way through, maybe yeah, yeah, ish, on two characters, and all I want to do is start a new one and another new one and another new one and see how they all play. Like I haven't yeah. seen the rest of this game, and I still just want to play the start of this game again. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> I'm genuinely concerned. I'm going to be playing it all year. Is it your favorite of these? So far, yes. But, you know, the more I think about it, it's like, well, what have I played? I've played 10 hours of Demon's Souls, less, maybe. I've played all of Dark Souls 1. I've played, like, 40 hours of Dark Souls 2 and haven't beaten it yet. And I've played, like, 10 hours of Bloodborne. You know what I mean? So, like, I have a history with these games, but it's not deep. It's not a deep history. Mm. Um, so, I feel I need to play the others more to have a definitive answer but i think i enjoy the structure of this game far more just it not being linear like it not being you have to overcome these challenges in this order and this this is how it will be and you will overcome it or else you won't progress have it the the open-ended design is so freeing and so nice Mm. and it doesn't make the combat less challenging and doesn't make the encounters less challenging but it gives you a freedom and a choice that makes it so much more approachable yeah yeah i have one massive gripe though and it's irking me more and more Mm -hmm. 
when we recorded last week, I think afterwards I watched the Digital Foundry uh, tech breakdown comparing PS5 to the Xbox version. Mm. Jeremy, did you know, and and I told you, but rather audience, everyone, did you know that the Xbox Series versions on S and X loads three times slower than it does on PS5? Yes, because you told me, but yeah. It, it, I, I can't, I, I'm so annoyed by this because <laughs> I genuinely think I've probably lost more than an hour in loading screens than I would have if I was playing on PS5. And it's so different in so many ways. Like the, the, the series version just seems to be inferior like the Xbox version, rather, compared to the PlayStation version, just seems to be inferior in a lot of ways. Like, I look at people playing the game, and every time they die, not only are the load screens slower, Jeremy, they don't even have, like, hint messages on them, because they didn't. They figured, why bother? No one's going to be able to read it. Whereas in mm. the Xbox version, they got to a point where they couldn't make it any faster, so they're like, well, bug it, well, we we got to put something here, because it takes yeah. fucking forever. It's really upsetting. And you watch other people play, all of the messages have like hundreds more appraisals and and there just seems to be way more interaction on the PS5 version just on a base level. I feel like I'm I'm just missing out playing on this Xbox version. And and every time I load in on quick resume, because the game's connected on the internet, it's like, oh, we could we encountered a network error kicking you back to the menu oh you didn't quit out properly and it's like man i just use quick resume it just doesn't I, work on this game I'm, I'm gonna assume that's gonna be on the playstation version as well the quick resume breaks the internet connection I mean, if maybe. it happened in, if it happened on gt <laughs> yeah no that's a good point there, there, there's a good chance it'll happen on 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 elden ring as well i just i, I wish there i wish it didn't i wish it wasn't a feature or rather, I wish if it was going to be a feature, these multiplayer games figured out how to integrate it. Like, don't kick me to the menu, just put me in o- offline mode and then let me log in again. Like, it's so annoying. It's so jarring. Yeah, I, I mean, that's like, that's the issue with this generation of consoles and quick resume is that like, they've, like, I, I want to say like Xbox have handled quick resume better because you can sort of, stack up six games into quick resume which is like still mind-blowing yes but but it's not something i care about is the thing like i would prefer to have one game quick resume flawlessly than to have five games quick resume that i'm not going to touch for a month yeah but like what i'm saying is you can just quit to the menu if 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 you're annoyed about the like i'm not saying this is the, the this is a solution but this is a band-aid option, which is like you just quit to the main menu of Elden Ring when you turn off the game. Yeah, and that's what I have to do, and that's fine. It's just I'm just annoyed like, that I have this on Xbox. I just wish I had it on anything else. <laughs> I, I've I've not had an issue with any of these things. Like loading screens, sure, but like I'm used to loading screens in all of these games at this point. That's I mean, I am too, but like have you watched anyone playing the PS5 version, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched. I watched Hassan. Every time, every time I see Northern Lion and he and he dies and his loading screen comes up and it doesn't have text, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Buy it on PS Five and start again. We're gonna do it anyway. I, I know. 
Like, I, I honestly might. That's where I'm at with this game. I honestly might buy it. Because I prefer the controller layout. Like, because what you know, you ah. always do that thing in Souls games, right? Where where you end up, like, using, like, the claw method, right? Where you're, like, holding circle to run. Yeah. But then you want you want to still have your... Th- you want to yeah, still yeah. move you, the camera. Your index, your index finger uh, wraps around. Yeah. Yeah, it wraps around to sit on B, which doesn't become... It, it becomes pretty uncomfortable after a while. Um, but then there's another thing, which is your quick inventory, right? Which is when you hold Y, you get up, down, left, right, and the D-pad become items that you can set. Do, do you want to know something funny? What? I've never once used a quick inventory. I, I don't know what that is. Oh man, it is it is tutorialized. It is explicitly tutorialized. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I can tell I'm, you now when you when you pause, there's a menu on the right hand side of the pause thing. That's where you that's when you that's where you set the inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you hold and people have put their flasks on there because it means you don't have to cycle through the the down menu. You can just put your flask on Y left. And then you'll you'll always have a flask there. Or I I've got my steed on Y down. Right. But the thing is, when I'm when I'm in a fight, I'm holding B to run with my index finger. I'm holding the camera, and I'm, and I'm trying to keep the camera going with right. Then I'm trying to hold Y as well, and keep running away from something with the with my left thumb. Which then means I can't get my left index finger onto the D-pad to summon my steed. So then I like got my f- my index finger on my thing, and like it just becomes an absolute mess. And I find that mess slightly easier on PS5 because with the D-pad on the top left, I can keep my thumb on the left stick, and then my index finger to just go boop steed. Little points of friction, Jeremy. Little points of friction all over the place. I feel like you can remap a couple of things in there to maybe make that a little bit easier. No, it's a, it's a controller layout issue. No, no, I mean, as in, like, maybe just put something not on the quick thing and then or replace some of the quick things with something else. I don't know. This is, this is not a thing that I've had any issue with. Well, yeah, but that's because it turns out it's a mechanic you haven't been engaging with at all. Sure, but like, uh, f- like fundamentally, this game controls the same on both controllers. Mm. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> I'm saying it doesn't. I'm saying when you when you when you're already doing the half claw like workaround, like just trying to make it happen inside of your hands. The Xbox, I feel, prohibits that just, by keeping your thumb on the a upper keyboard, side. Perry. It cuts off the D pad with my index finger. I can't get some get I, some foot pedals. They won't work with ah. Oh. Maybe I'll just get an Xbox assistive controller. <laughs> yeah. They're only like $200 or something, aren't they? Are they that expensive? I think they're pretty expensive, yeah. That's or it's like, it's like $100 for like the, the like deck, and then you've got to buy every accessory after that. Right. Something like that. Anyway, I, I love this game, and I am, I'm annoyed by this game a lot, too. <laughs> Uh, we're going to kick it to a break, and we're going to come back with a topic, uh, which is when we're going to be talking about true next-gen games and when they'll be coming and what we're going to expect and what to see. Uh, so stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. Where I'm actually just watching Jeremy play with discord's background filters 
at the moment. They're all ugly as fuck. What is this? This looks this looks like a nineties clip art like it it's program. called Vaporwave, but it's too it's too stylized. More like vaporware. More like oh, underwear. Look at that. Rip off Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I didn't know they I didn't know Discord had this. I didn't know Discord had active background culling. Yeah, it's not great. It's all right. Um, and if you want custom backgrounds, you got to pay for Nitro, which is not happening. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to support the platform that is probably going to support NFTs in the near future? Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about a topic. The topic name for this week. Before we do, I have a quick question for you, which I just thought of. Okay. In between Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo, which one is first going to be the NFT one? PlayStation. You reckon? I don't think Xbox is going to do it. I think Nintendo isn't going to know what the definition of NFT is for 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to do it in like 15 years. And PlayStation (laughs) is happy enough to make moves that consumers aren't especially happy with. Mm. I could see it. Mm. I don't know if it'll be soon. I think Square Enix will probably get to it faster listening to what they were talking about the other day. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, I reckon it, out, of, out of those three, I reckon Sony would. I um, hope they don't. Yeah, me too. But I can see it. I can see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the topic for the week, the topic of the show, is when will we see true next-gen games? And I've written a sort of a... When I wrote this down, I, I wrote it down with sort of a bit of blurb here as well. I wrote, Horizon is like a souped-up PS4 title. So this, I wrote this down when Horizon came out. You could say that for Elden Ring. You could say GT7. That for GT7. Basically everything we've spoken about in the last year, probably. Horizon is like a souped-up PS4 title, which is great. But when will we see the full effect of the new hard drive tech and a higher common baseline? As in when the lowest common denominator isn't a platform that's nine years old. Almost. Yeah. When do we, what do we start to see? And so we've sort of broken this down as we do each time. We sort of want to go over like the the current state of next gen, or I guess what we're talking about now is current gen. The current state of the games that are the best showcases for each console or of this generation. And so the three like PS5, like actually exclusives, exclusive, actually exclusive exclusives. Um, we've got here, we've got Ratchet and Clank, Demon's Souls, the remake, and Returnal. I, there might be a couple of others. There might be some indie titles and stuff like that, but those are the... Those are the yeah, there's a handful, but yeah. Yeah, those are the ones. And it's like, you know, Miles Morales is a good showcase. It's on PS4. Um, stuff like that. So, and, and those games are gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but something you mentioned when we were sort of uh, getting this ready, Jeremy, is that, you know, Ratchet and Clank... The world hopping and the, the, the like portal jumping through uses that hard drive. Without that, the game could function pretty normally and run on the PS4 and still be a great Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah, it, like, they would have to change the design of that those, those sections, but yeah. 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 Uh, and then Demon's Souls is a PS3 game that looks stunning. Um and Returnal honestly looks like it could run on the PS4. Yeah, like aside from, you know, they might have had, like, you know, tuned the graphics a little bit oh, for yeah, both yeah, of those yeah. games. Obviously but like, yeah, like yeah. it's, it, for the most part, those games 
could function on the previous generation of consoles, yes. Yeah, and they make great use of the controller and stuff like that, but, you know, when you stream the PS5 to a PS4 console, you can just play these PS5 exclusive games with a DualShock, and then you're not getting any of the haptics or anything, and it's not telling you no. What are you doing with your nose? <laughs> Sorry, I was just flicking my nose a bunch because I was just watching it snap back into place. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry. It was just, Sorry. It was, I was watching you do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam and I have, have noticed that like Sam's got a quite a, a like a floppy nose. Like you can like mm-hmm. push Sam's nose like sideways. And mine's actually quite rigid. It's like your fingernails. Yeah. What, do you remember how we were saying that like I could like push in my fingernails because they're really soft? Oh yeah, my my yeah my my fingernails are quite rigid and you're, yeah I see what you're saying. You can't push them sideways, yeah. but you can bend them. Yes, yeah. I wasn't <laughs> saying that I could like twist my fingernails you can around them, like you've grabbed I mean, a like- corner of it in Photoshop. <laughs> on one of the this is gross. On one of the ones on my toes, I can just like flick it up. Flick it up. Yeah. What does that mean? Like. like what? Like I can flick it upwards, and but like, does it stay there? Falls off until it goes back. Wait, what? The whole nail? What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what? What? You could just flick holes. Your your whole on, f- on one of my toenails. What? I I. Jeremy, I don't think that's okay. It just it just never grew in a way that made it like structurally integral. You just grow detached toenails. No, it's no, it's attached, but it, it's not. It's not like it's not like the other ones where it's like it's it's sealed all the way through. So it's detached. It's not detached. This is this is troubling on many levels. Also, Jeremy, I can't see your camera anymore. Maybe that's for the best. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter how how soft your nose is. Uh, please don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, please do not do that. Next gen titles. Uh, so that was PlayStation. We've also, <laughs> we've also got on Xbox sides, Xbox's side. Why am I? I'm missing. I'm mixing up my S's. On Xbox's side, been there. Uh, we've got Flight Sim and the Medium are the only series exclusives. Uh, on the console, a lot. That's because a lot of their stuff is focused on being more cross-generationally uh, mm. playable. Um, so yeah, those two games aren't particularly like they're not they're not jaw-dropping. I would say, um, like he is next-gen. I, I would say Flight Sim and the Medium aren't Demon Souls level of visual quality or or mechanics or like in Ratchet and Clank. Like I've you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Flight Sim is pretty close, but Flight Sim is just a very technically different game. Like yes. Flight Sim is about streaming in assets from like cloud servers and stuff, right? Yeah, that's like it's like big a, it's data. A, yeah, that's like a yeah, that is a that is the thing that you run when you want to like test modes of like of algorithms, right? Um, yeah, it's like when they were talking about like cloud servers for the destruction in Crackdown Three. Like that's this is the practical application of like tech. Yeah, it, that's one that actually used it. Yeah. Did you, sorry, really quick aside, yeah, did yeah, no, you please. see 
Did you see what happened when they tried to do that? Apparently, it was costing them like three or four servers, like per match or something. It, like costing apparently, them. it was like as in like because it was it's a flexible server usage, so they would buy and sell servers as they were using and not using them. And so in Crackdown multiplayer games, it used like three server racks to do one game's destruction of multiplayer or something initially in development, Holy which is why hell. it didn't launch with it. It was so fucking inefficient that it was costing them so much money to run that. Thousands of dollars per match. I'm not sure about thousand dollars per match because it's like you're renting it, but like it's it was it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot of money. Wow. A lot of tech. It always just sounded like a terrible idea to me. And clearly mm. it was. <laughs> yes. Um and then in terms of other things that are like showcases for the next gen, we've got things like Horizon Forbidden West, uh, not Elden Ring, um, <laughs> Halo Infinite, GT7, these games that are cross-generational, they're, they're, they're launched on last gen as well as this gen. They yep. look phenomenal on new systems. It kind of looks like to the point where the last systems are trying to keep up to what the new systems are pushing when they're releasing a cross-platform. Um, but those are there as well. Like I was playing uh, the Legacy of Thieves collection, Uncharted, yesterday. And, like, that game is fucking gorgeous on PS5. But, you know, showing its age in random places here and there as well. So, um, yeah, that's sort of the, the scene. That's sort of what we're looking at um, in terms of what we have available to us. What are these titles lacking, though? And what's Next Gen offer? What, what are we looking at with these that makes us go, oh, this could be on PS4? Yeah, which is which? It's a hard question to answer mm. because when when they were building up the launch of these generations of consoles, they were talking about hard drive speeds and teraflops. Yeah, and there and was the, that that Spider Man demo where they're like, "We're loading the PS4 app on the PS5, and look, we can zip through the city at Mark V, and it streams in flawlessly." Yeah. Um. As well as like 3D audio and stuff, right? Which, as far as we could tell, 3D audio has been like the the most like okay like feature yeah. of of these of of the of the PS5. Yeah, I hear people um, mention we, it like once every two months. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, especially after how long Mark Sandy spoke about it. Mm. Like, do you remember that conference? And he spoke about you know it was pictures of inside of people's of your ears. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like I, I, I think, I think we 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 don't know what what the thing will be that will take over that tech, right? Because they're at they're at the stage with these consoles where like the jump from PS3 to PS4 was like pretty like it wasn't massive, but it was good because it meant they could develop games faster. Because the PS3 was really notoriously difficult to like to develop for. Yeah, and um, there was something about that generation too, where the PS3 and the 360 they really ran it dry before they got a new console out. Like games yeah. were struggling that came out in 2013 before the new consoles. And the PS2 to the PS3 was like a really rocky transition because the PS3, like I said, was really difficult to develop. Everyone had to learn how to use cell architecture, mm. um, as well as like. You know, the games didn't start looking really good on the PS3 until a couple of years after. Like they looked good because mm -hmm. there was just more raw power, but they 
you know, early PS3 games to late PS3 games is like an incredible jump of mm. um, fidelity. And I, I, I reckon you could say the same of early PS4 to late PS4 as well. Like, not that they looked ugly at the start of the PS4. I, I think they made good use of it, but it was kind of what we're talking about here. It was a souped up version of the last generation, but it wasn't well, like, fully optimized yet. When they came out with Uncharted 4 three years after the launch of of the console, it was like, whoa, I didn't know this console could do this. Like, I, I think what the PS4 had at the beginning, at least, was games that would show off, like, look how many things we can render at once. Yeah. Like, it was Knack, it was Infamous Second Son, yep. it was uh, Killzone Shadowfall, uh, and Call of Duty Ghosts, right? Like, those yep. games had a ton of, like, look how many things are crumbling around you, right? Um, which was impressive, um, at the time and it mm. was you know it was a little bit gimmicky but it was at least like a good like hey like look what we can like look at the amount of objects I don't know if you remember one of the PS4 um, tech demos but it was just like they had like a million balls and they all just dropped them all at once and they all bounced into physics and stuff um, the PS5 I think you have to look at Astrobot mm to like what like what did that game do that was so like wildly interesting and i think it was haptics and i think it was load times what do you like because that being the tech demo of the new hardware how do you translate that into something that isn't possible on the previous generation well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can't really. Like, like you can't translate it to the previous generation. Um, I have an answer for you. I'm glad you asked. You you asked. Okay, yes. Brand <laughs> yeah, sure. new Wipeout game. They bring back Studio Liverpool. We bring oh Wipeout. Except, except now, they're they way were. fucking fast. Like, you, you know how fast you went, Spider-Man went through that fucking city in the PS4 version on the oh, PS5? I hate Faster than that. Like that. I hate them. <laughs> It's they, too fast. They overstimulate me. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked Wipeout. <sighs> I'm, nah. the, I'm the reason they closed the studio. <laughs> you closed three English studios <laughs> that Sony made? I know, I'm heartless. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah like, that's the thing. I, I don't... It's hard for us to think, like... Oh, I could tell this isn't the future because we're not there yet. Like, like, wait, what? What do you yeah, mean? And right. Like, uh, like, uh, games were games really going to be accelerated beyond our wildest dreams? Were we really going to hit a quantum leap in game technology with these consoles that we weren't able to do seven years ago? Like, it seems a bit far fetched when you think about it. And and I think that's because we know what like high tech looks like, and it's because we've been seeing it on PC every year. Yeah, like we know what that looks like. the The biggest difference at the moment between PCs and and consoles is that we will probably at some point start to see hard drive requirements on on games on PC. Um, yeah, on 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 PC specifically because yeah. like as you know, uh, the, like one of the biggest things about Unreal Five is like the streaming of assets, the streaming of extraordinarily large assets, mm. like in real time and highly which detailed you, assets. Which you're not going to be able to do on a hard drive. Um, you're going to need solid state, if not MVME. 
Um, so like it's it it's one of those things where like that's the I think the only thing that we're gonna notice on this generation is things are gonna be like much faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the next leap is on these consoles. Like, and especially, you know, with how much Xbox is supporting the previous generation, you know, more so than, you know, only a little bit more so than PlayStation, but more so than PlayStation, like, they have one exclusive game on on the series. I know, I know, it's so strange, because the medium's out on PS5 now. Yeah, I mean, that was never theirs. No, but it was console exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's strange. I I think back to... I didn't put much stock in that Spider-Man demo because I was like, yeah, if I ran Ocarina of Time on a PS5 right now, then, you know, I could teleport to Hyrule Castle from Kikiri Forest and it would be well, instantaneous. Like, you, you could load the entire game into RAM. Exactly. Like, it, the, like <laughs> it was like, wow, look how fast Super Mario Brothers runs. It's like, yeah, man. You're running an NES game <laughs> on man, a PS5. Sure what are you <laughs> Look how fast he runs. <laughs> <laughs> when the animation's tied to frame rate. Um, <laughs> so, like, I always found that to be a bit of, like, a... Like, yeah, that's a cool demo. It was only from the last generation to this one, but it's still running... You know, that that's still apples and better apples um uh, i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> apples and better apples <laughs> point being the 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 thing that really impressed me <laughs> for next gen was the unreal 5 tech demo and was all of their yeah. asset streaming because it showed detail and it 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 showed us things that we've i feel like we've never seen before in games and you know yesterday i was playing uncharted and there's so many times where you go through a section and you're like, my game design brain, my game development brain goes, ah, here's where they're streaming in the assets for the next room. And so you see it all over Naughty Dog games, right? Every time you gotta, you got to open a door and it's too heavy and then the other character's got to walk over, you got to press the button, they pick it up, lower it down, the other place goes out of frame and then the new place is loaded in. Like, Yeah, th- there's no longer going to be you crawling through a tight crevice anymore. It's going to be you blinking into existence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to be on the other side of that. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, that's just really exciting, but we are really so far away from it. So, like, I, I, I start thinking, like, what would a game like Horizon benefit from if it didn't have a PS4 version to try and optimize for? What would God of War Ragnarok be without the need to cater to its older hardware i'm not sure because honestly the workarounds we've got for these limitations are so sophisticated at this point that they're they're all right when people talk about like oh no more like we just said like no more loading whenever you go through a crevice it's actually not that bad like it they've they've come up with good ways to make it enjoyable dialogue and And great character moments. The games that really need to use that, they'll put in excellent yeah. animations and 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 good storytelling moments in those times to make it bearable. So, I guess um, the question, or rather, my 
my resolution of this sort of mini topic is that maybe this maybe this generation really isn't going to blow the doors off in the way we thought it might. Yeah, like I think I think maybe what the PS5 might do the best is mm. like, you know, which is it's not it's only competing against itself at this point is console VR. Um, because it'll, you know, it, it's, you know, single cable inside out tracking, but also just like the power of the PS5 will be able to run VR tiles at a much higher resolution and frame rate than the PS4 ever could have, um, and just on a baseline for, yeah, like, like they, as far as, you know, we can tell they designed the PS4 VR after the fact and this one, they at least would have had it in the back of their minds while they're, de- while they're developing the console, um, you know xbox isn't playing that game so like it's over there like there's no movement in that in that um park but Mm. it's yeah like i think i think these are some of the most incremental upgrades of a console Mm. um you know there's ray tracing cloud streaming yeah like it's it's all it's all there but it's it's an for the most part it's a known quantity. A lot of the things that are happening for the PS5 are happening outside of the box. Um, and the Xbox is just like the box. <laughs> so it's it it's it's like a <laughs> I got you, <laughs> I got you. What does <laughs> that you're mean? Laughing. That both of these consoles are doing everything that we expected them to do and nothing more. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think they were promising more. I and think that makes sense, right? I, the the whole eight K one twenty FPS bullshit. Yeah, like, which is, like, as far as I'm aware, still not a thing. Um, no, I I don't think PS five can do eight K yet. Um, no, as in I don't think it supports it at all. I don't think I don't think the console outputs 8K at the moment. I, th- yeah, I don't think they I ever patched that in. I don't in. know in what situation it would, which is strange because it is on the box. Um, but yeah, I I bought in. You know, I kind of bought into that dream. I kind of I wish, and we're just not there yet. And and this leads to the next thing because because hardware is so hard to get. I think there's a good chance that this is going to be a stretched out generation. We've already heard that they're. They've reinstated some PS4. What is, what is the face you're pulling? Hard to get where. Hard. Is that what I said? No, it's what I said. Just now. <laughs> you're sitting there pulling a face because you thought of the words hard to get where. Yeah. <laughs> you see, they're like. Mm. You said the hardware is hard to get. Where? Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. Any hardware. Mm. Where is it hard to get? Anyway, everywhere it's hard. Where? Uh, what was I saying? Because, um, <laughs> because we've already heard they're reinstating some PS4 production um, hardware, <laughs> manufacturing equipment to to get PS4s out because they can't manufacture enough PS5s. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I didn't hear this that. at all. Yeah. No, we heard about that months ago. Yeah. I can't believe that. That's yeah. amazing. So they they can they can make more PS4s. They just can't make more PS5s. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So they're making obviously they're making as many PS5s as they can, but they they they're starting to leave 
there's there's still more demand for the PS5 than they are able to sell through, and they need to capitalize on selling through that stuff. And cutting out the stock in their previous generation doesn't help them when they can't sell through mm. their new stuff, even if people, every, even if everyone wants it. Um, and so I think because of that, there is a chance we are going to see games being developed for the older series of consoles longer than we might have otherwise had if the consoles were readily available. Yeah. Because let's be honest, on the Xbox side, who always they were always touting they were going to support it for as long as they can. They're dealing with the Xbox One. Yeah. They're, that is their lowest common denominator right now. And that it's thing, a console they haven't made for a very long time. And that console struggled when it came out. Mm, that console yeah. was was struggling in 2014 when it was yeah. six months old. Yeah. And they're still actively catering towards it. I'm so tempted to pick one up. You, the one, the, the console that you sold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so just, tempted to, to, pick, to pick another one up just to see what games look like on it now. I know I can go on YouTube, but like, yeah, like, you know, like I just like, what the fuck does Halo Infinite look like on that console? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what God bless Digital Foundry, right? Yeah. Yep. They do the work so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it's a lot of work. It's a it's lot, a lot, lot of, of fucking work. work. Um, but yeah, like maybe, you know, we've got, we've, we've confirmed. So Horizon came out this year. GT7 came out this year in this last month with both PS4 and PS5 titles, PS4 Pro optimization as well. How long do you think it is until we see... Like, I feel like I could have easily expected for this to be the last year where we get games that aren't like Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed developed for PS4, and then next year would be, we're on the exclusive train, it's time to get going, choo-choo. Like... (laughs) Don't frown at me. You know what I mean. The exclusive yeah, I train. <laughs> choo choo, choo choo. But I feel like we can easily see this being eked out, or perhaps instead of just saying PS5 only, this is done now. Maybe they start saying no PS4 compatibility with this game, but you can run it on PS4 Pro. And they, they I feel like use the, that the half step. The difference is too little between the two, relatively. Right, it's like, you know, the the PS4 Pro, internally, it's really similar. It is, but it can do a lot more. It can push so many more pixels than the PS4. Yeah, but like, it's it's not like a... It's not like a jump from the Xbox One to the One X. I suppose you're right. Because the Pro is slightly less powerful than the One X. But the PS4 was more powerful than the Xbox One. So you're right. I guess there is a bit of a smaller difference there. Yeah. Like the, the, the Pro is like it, it can push more pixels because it, the original one couldn't output at 4K. Yeah. But it's like internally, it's not that different. Hmm. So then you what do you think we see? S- like how, do, how else do you think we see them adapt to these hardware shortages? At some point, do they just say fuck it? And they're like, oh, I guess we're not going to sell as many games for a while because we can't sell the hardware, but we can't keep developing for the PS4. Like, what do they do? Maybe streaming. Mm. You know, they allow you to stream the next-gen games to your old-gen console so you can at least play them because they know you can't get a PS5. Maybe. I mean, so at this point, 
that is on offer on Xbox, isn't it? If you've got Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you can do console streaming. On which Xbox Ones can you do that? I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I do not know off the top of my head. Yeah, I want to say there is a console limitation there. Like, maybe not the One S or the original Xbox One. Um, yeah. I think it's, yeah, One X and above can do streaming. That that's tricky, right? Yeah, and 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 it's and it's tricky for a couple of reasons. On the PlayStation side, they've got their revamp of their online theoretically coming with their um, it's got what there's like a three tiered subscription model, and it's like pseudo Game Pass and like retro games, and and it's going to be priced higher and all that rumors. So, stuff. as of November, any Xbox One can. Do cloud streaming. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. If you've got Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's an option. And, you know, maybe they'll be suggesting it. Um, well, no, what, what Xbox is probably suggesting is the Series S because they've got a more budget option, which PS5 doesn't have. Yeah. Um, the thing when it gets to streaming is you do start losing some of the benefits of... Uh, the new consoles by by streaming it. You know, we we're talking about streaming a PS5 on a PS4, like on a local network, and how you can play a DualShock, play with a DualShock, a PS5 game, miss all of the DualSense functionality, and it's just like whatever. Like it's just how it be. Yeah. Um, so you're you're losing out on that. Obviously, the visual fidelity is greatly reduced because it has to be it has to fit within the bandwidth of a 1080p stream. Yeah. And loading and, times are not even a thing of, that you think about because you're not actually playing on a console, you're playing on a server. Yeah, totally. And so you do so get that fasting lo- loading time and stuff like that. Yeah. But like asset streaming and visual fidelity and crispness, crispness and stuff like that, like that's something I always think about how I can, I can load something on the PS5 on my 4K monitor or on the Xbox on my 4K monitor and it's rendering a 4K image 30 or 60 frames a second and it's gorgeous, and you're seeing the snowflakes in Horizon, or you're seeing the the quality of like the Estes flask in Elden Ring and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you, immediately, as soon as you turn that into video format, not not a rendering of a game engine, a video format, you're dealing with codecs, and you're dealing with compression, and you're dealing with bitrate, and all of those things wear down the visual quality. So, like, especially to keep it low latency, which you have to for a game. And so, like, they may offer that. But I think it's a really, really imperfect solution, and it's going it to is. offer a really um, subpar way to play exciting new titles. For the people who can't wait, it's good that it's there. If it is there on PlayStation, it's good that it's there on Xbox, even though they don't have the, the, the exclusives. But it's a bit... It's not great. I think I've come up with a solution which is not something they can implement. <laughs> great. Tell me. <laughs> Now they can't do this because they don't have the hardware for it. Okay, which is, is which is the issue. Xbox or PlayStation, like anyone, either. Yep. Um. DLSS. Oh, yeah. Right, because it's 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 DLS. You upres a video. Right. If if the entire GPU functions to just AI enhance a video feed that's incoming on the fly in real time, mm. then that is 
that is how you fix that. But the issue is those old hard drives can't do DLSS. No, they can't. And neither can the APUs. Like, that needs to be built in. Yeah. I I do think DLSS, which for anyone who doesn't who isn't aware, is super sampling. It's like taking a lower resolution image and using AI to process the image and upscale it in a way that is yeah. less expensive than just rendering that many more pixels. Yeah. Um, and it's usually quite so good. Can, NVIDIA's implementation is great. Yeah, you can, you can basically, like, in theory, you get higher frames per second at a higher resolution for a different style of video quality in terms of, like, you will get some strange artifacting at times for really, like, noisy areas. Yeah, but like overall, fine detail hair and grass. Yeah, but but overall, it is a it is a much better experience from what I've seen. Mm, mm. It's it's kind of magic. It 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 should not exist. Yeah, this seems it's, like it's something awesome. that you should you should get diminishing returns for it. Except you get what's the opposite of diminishing? Um, increasing. Increasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so, get diminishing returns. Diminishing. <laughs> <laughs> Diminishing. It's not diminishing. Yeah, it's, it's like pro- diminished pro- diminishing. <laughs> um, so my, my thing with that is I worry that, or rather, I don't think DLSS works by up-resing video feeds. It works on, a, on the rendering no. level inside the GPU. It's GPU I, technology. Yeah, but I thought it was rendering the frame. I thought it was a buffer in, in between the frame and the screen. I could be wrong. I don't think it's I don't think it's GPU focused because it doesn't it doesn't know what it's rendering. It just knows what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. But that's then part of the rendered image. I think it's done after. Okay. It might be. I I, be. I could be wrong, but my impression of it is that it's done it's the final step. It's the final Well, let's thing say for argument's done. sake it's it is as you say and you could apply it to a video uh, mm-hmm. feed. Yeah, at that point, yeah, like you're right. the The solution for that is better hardware. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Do, okay, a hypothetical for you. Okay. Do PlayStation make a PlayStation four point five? Four point five, not five point five. Yeah, four point five. So something middle... stronger than the Pro. Do, do Do they make a PS four equivalent that has got a faster hard drive in it? And comes with a dual sense. It's got an NVMe hard drive. It's got the same specs as a PS4 Pro, Whoa. maybe a little bit better because they can get a more efficient one, I'm sure. But so, no, no ray tracing, no teraflops, no none 4K. Of that. Uh, for, like it can, it can output 4K like the PS4 Pro can. Okay. But a NVMe hard drive, and and it comes with the dual sense. And a 4K so what you're drive. saying is, do they come out with the Series S equivalent of the PS5? Series X equivalent, sure. No, S. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a downstep from the PS5, sure. Yeah. That would be very interesting. I think if they were going to do that, they would have to do it as soon as possible. Yeah. Because they want to come out with a PS5 Pro, for lack of a better term, at some point. And then do you reckon their plans for a, do you reckon their plans for the next skew up have already been like we just can't even think about this right now? Definitely. I mean, think yeah. about the Switch OLED and the Switch Pro. That's a good point. Like, 
that goes, product exists in some capacity. <laughs> exactly. And we were meant to get it and it just wasn't feasible. You know, a year and a half into the shortages, they were like, all right, we, we, not, we can't come out with the Pro. We can't come out with the new Nintendo Switch. It's got to yeah. be this. It's got to be slightly better. We put the development into it. We have to make something new. Well, they didn't have to, but they did. Um, three, four switch. Three, four switch? <laughs> yeah, supposed the, to one, two? Yeah, it's going to be the pack-in title. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think PlayStation could do it. I think it's too little too late to come out with a, yeah. an, an underpowered skew when they hadn't in the first place, I think it's too late. Mm. Honestly. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're, you know, whatever Naughty Dog's working on right now doesn't have that skew in mind. Whatever, like, whatever anyone else has been working on doesn't have that skew in mind. I mean, it is if they're working on PS4 versions of those games, though. Yes. But I am pretty sure that a lot of their studios a number of their studios are working on PS5 exclusive titles. More like, okay, I suppose that sort of goes into the next question. Are they, are they sort of having those meetings? What do you mean? Are they having those meetings where they're like, all right, we need to consider the PlayStation 4. Right, right. Where you're, where maybe Sony is coming in and saying, we need to support this console for longer than we thought. Can you please make sure that this title runs? Yeah. Which means scrap the SSD NVMe requirement, scrap the DualSense requirement, put stuff in there if you can, but like, it's optional. Yeah. Make these things as nice to haves. I I could see it. I could see it because like Sony's uh, prime, Sony's best content has been exclusive. Sony's best yeah. content has been the the premium titles they've brought out on their systems, and that have made us go, "Wow, look at that." what is the system that no one can get without the games that people can buy? Yeah. It's the opposite problem the PS3 had. Yeah, it's fascinating, right? How we've gone from PS2, which everyone bought, and then PS3, which no one bought when it started because of how it was priced. Yeah. PS4, which everyone loved and sold so, 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 so well. And yeah, now we have this unprecedented lack of supply. Yeah. Not for lack of trying. Because do you remember when leading into the PS5, the concern was, like, I mean, like, there wasn't a concern, but, the, like, the, the, the conversation was, like, hey, look, even if there's not many games on the PS5 at the moment, like, at least there's a library of PS4 games. And that was people who did not have a PS4 were like, yeah, I'll probably just buy a PS5 even at launch. That way I can just play a bunch of PS4 games. Totally. That's not a thing that they're even considering at this point. No, it's not. And like, if I was to recommend someone who was trying to get into it, they're like, I've heard good things about PlayStation and they've got great games. I just say, go buy. If you're worried about new, go buy a new PS4, like 500 gig slim or like a secondhand PS4 Pro or something like that. And just yeah. play Uncharted and Horizon and Horizon, the new one that just came out in that system as well. And Gran yeah. Turismo 7. Like you can play all those on the old system and they run great. Like... What are you missing? You're missing Returnal, Demon's Souls, Ratchet and Clank. That's it. They'll wait. PS2 platform or a PS3 game. Yep. And, and Returnal. And Returnal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, there's, there's not much to be missed on there except for better performance, better visual quality, like sort of 
base fundamental upgrades. I do really yeah. like my PS5. I really and I'm glad I've got it. I like the dual sense integration. For example, right? I was playing. I said this already. I was playing Uncharted Four last night, the PS5 version. Yeah. You know when uh, Nate gets marooned and he's on the beach, he's just washed up on the mm-hmm. shore and he's like fucking tired and the storms rolled in and he's just crashed and he doesn't know where Sam is. They do a really nice thing where the dual sense is giving you the feedback of the rain in the control. Right, okay. And it's lovely. It feel it feels really good. Like stuff like that's great, but it's incremental and that's on top of a PS4 game that like it did, the the design didn't need to fundamentally change for it. It's just just the game plus dual sense functionality. Yeah. When when do we see old? When do we see the old generation stop? Then, like, what's what's our best guess? When the PS Five is able to just be bought off a shelf, Jeremy, I guess it's it's been fifteen months. I know. What if it doesn't happen for another fifteen months? What if it doesn't happen for two and a half years? Then I think the that the PlayStation Studios honestly have to adapt. Mm-hmm. I think games that are made for the PC, they do to an extent cater to a lower spec. You know, they don't they don't focus on it because they want to show you the like you know the best version of their product, obviously. But you know, on on your old graphics card, you can still run Flight Sim. Just, just that's true. But there's a difference there, right? Because the the consoles are, are designed to be lean, right? They're designed to yeah. work within a budget and then to make the most of that hardware for as long as they can, which means that by the time they get to a console refresh, the PS4 is running dry. The Xbox One is running, like, it has been squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. Squishy. <laughs> Squishy PS4. What else are they going to get out of this thing? Not much, right? <laughs> I mean, like nothing new. No, and to but be fair, that's 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 it. I played the Last of Us Part Two on that thing, and it looked great. Yep. It looked fantastic. Same. Uncharted Four is still a gorgeous experience on that system. Yep. Maybe it just doesn't get better than that for a while. I mean, not on the hardware, no. And it's also not worth the development time to keep working for that console in 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 new and innovative ways. No, no, you're right. They're, they're, fam- they're, fam- they're familiar with returns. it. Yes, they're familiar with it. They know what it is. Ah, you know what? I should have called my thoughts about Returnal diminishing Returnals. Diminishing Returnals. You're right. That's that is. If I reviewed that game, that <laughs> is the headline for that article. Diminishing Returnals. <laughs> God. Oh. It's can I trade that now. Yeah, can I trademark that? <laughs> My thoughts on someone else's property. <laughs> I came up with a good pun. Oh. Has it been used? No. Oh, Jeremy, you're onto something. You've hit gold. You've struck oil. I think you strike gold. I don't think you strike oil. No Can one's even ever. T- no one's tweeted the phrase "diminishing return." No, I spot diminishing wrong. You know why? Why? Because people like that game more than you do. It's true. Mm. 
I don't know, man. I think maybe we see PS4 games into the end of 2023, maybe 2024 at this rate. Like, the hardware crisis, the the hardware... Mm, like, shortage, that's the word I was looking for. Hardware shortages, yeah. like, I don't think it's ending anytime soon. Right, we're not I'm getting you... we're not getting numbers on consoles. It's not like oh we've sold that twenty million since the thing. Like we're not getting that anymore because they're <laughs> yeah, not selling. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. What they're getting is like yeah we've sold all that we've got. Yep. <laughs> you guys want them, and we yeah. want to sell them to you. Yeah. Uh... Um, I'm gonna give you three games, and you're gonna tell me if they're gonna be PS4 games as well. Okay. Uh, the Last of Us remake. Oof. Yes. I think that's the only one that might not be a PS4 game as well. Mm, I don't know, because they're making that because the series is coming out, right? Like, that's a big part yes. of why they want to make sure they've got something. And where that do is, they have the most true. availability for people to buy something? That is true, but that game is already on there, which is why I think that they would make it a PS5 only. I but say, then like, we get look, into you... the thing of like, why do they even bother remaking it? Like, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's a whole other question. <laughs> um, okay, I, I, I was going to say God of War, but we know that one. Uh, the the next Blue Point remake. They've already made an only PS five game. They have. Do they and it then? Was do they? Stunning. It was stunning. Do they then go back and also make a PS four version of the next one? If it, this remake is, this or is what I would say. So we, we remake or whatever determine... the new property is. Yeah, yeah, whatever property. We were trying to determine whether they've got two teams doing two things or not before the podcast, and I'm still yeah. not sure. But let's say they are doing two teams. They've got one doing a remake slash master, and they've got one doing original property. I would say the original property is on PS4. The remake isn't. Okay. The remake, they want to look stunning. They want it to look absolutely gorgeous. Demon Souls is so incredibly good looking like it's absurd they want to mm. do that again they want the pieces that people will be like you got to come and see this you got to come and see this yeah and these guys could do it spider-man 2 oh. i think it's got to be a ps4 game i really don't I think want it's- it to be yeah, but I think it. I think at this point it is. I think it's too popular of a property to miss out on the 120 million potential sales on a PS4. If they're pushing the console delineation later, I think you're right. Because what yeah. the the date on it said 2023 for Spider-Man 2, which is maybe Something optimistic, like but they they seem to be the only one that don't have to delay the games. Yeah. Oh, but the thing the thing is, Jeremy, we've played that game so much, and we've only got two of them. Yeah. We've played Spider-Man on PS4 a lot, maybe too much. Mm. I think it's not in their interests long-term to release it there, but if they had to, I understand why they would. Yeah, that's a, that's a question that is honestly bigger than that studio. Yeah. Because it's and, a, it is a Sony and it is a Marvel question. Yeah. And, Papa Mouse. And that game is honestly, it's, it's going to be expensive enough to the point where they can't just put it on a, on a system that isn't going to sell as much as, as they want it to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at that point, 
at the point that Spider-Man 2 comes out on PS4, that's the point that I can look at the games and go, now we are starting to see reduced gameplay design and quality because of what we are limited by. Mm. I feel like that's the point because Spider-Man needs a refresh. It needs something to keep it fresh. And I think you're going to struggle to do that on the PS4. You know what? Let's go back in time. Okay. Let's go, let's go back you, to Jeremy. the... Where are we going? Uh, the mid-2000s. Oh, okay. Let's, let's go back to the time where... Jeremy was five different... years old. At some point in the... Yeah. Um, let, let's go back to the age of different console generations being developed by different teams and being entirely different games. What you? Oh, you mean like, like when PS- Spider-Man the, the, Three came out and the PS2 the version PS2 was completely version different to the PS3 version? Yeah, let's go back to that time. Let's get let, <sighs> let's get more games of the same title once again. You're right. Maybe you're right, Jeremy. With it, why They're did I think that. of that? They're not going to do that. We haven't it's, seen that, in, but maybe no. that's the answer. No, that's not. That's not the answer. That's too. We've, that's we've too expensive. We've kind of seen it on Switch, right? And to universal dislike, but with like the FIFA games, right? Where it's like, ah, it's kind of only what we could make happen in FIFA 18, just kind of reprised a couple of times and greatly reduced in features. You're not getting any of the new stuff for FIFA 20, FIFA 21, FIFA 22 on Switch. Yeah, but that was the other way around. That was them being left behind. That's true. That was that was a game that already was made, and then they made a different one, but kept the old one still alive. <sighs> I would I would want that. I would want them to offer us a different experience. <laughs> they they so will we not can do get that the PS Five version. It's far too expensive. Oh, you're right. God, I hate that you're right. Do you remember that though? When and it was really specific to that <laughs> yeah, time. I brought it, it like, up. Of course, I remember it. <laughs> it was like Spider Man Three is out on PS Two, Xbox. PS3, Xbox 360, uh, DS, DSi, Game Boy Advance, yeah, like yeah. so different. many different things. Wii <laughs> with motion controls. So mm-hmm. strange. Such a strange time. I remember that. Every time a game came out, they had like a two sentence long list of acronyms for what it was available on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, I really don't, I don't want to get to the point where Spider-Man 2 is less of a game than it could be. Do they delay it or do they just push it? Rather, rather, do they just push it out into a into a world where? No, they they push it out. They they need to sell the game. They got another game coming up after. They got Wolverine. They do. Oh wow, that sucks, man. <laughs> future sucks. Why do we keep doing these these topics where we look into the future? It's like, yep, the future is monetization that just burns out your neurons. Because it makes you <laughs> makes you the feel goods until yeah. you no longer have the feel goods. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. This future sucks. I hate this timeline. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let us know if you hate this timeline as well uh, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, if you want to see when the podcast goes up, we have the minimap Twitter account that's at minimapau. We're both there individually. I'm KJ Palmer underscore twenty four. Uh, Jeremy is also there. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at obi one Jazz. I'm also available on the Xbox 360, on the PlayStation 2, the Nintendo Wii, the Nintendo Wii U, and the Game Boy Advance. 
<laughs> fucking we here. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 it for the show. It sounds like our conclusion is that it's gonna be, it's gonna be a long time before we see the the full potential of the next system, which makes me so sad. Makes me so sad. Uh, but otherwise. Join us next week where I talk about my feelings on is it coming Stranger out? of Paradise, it is. Final I, Fantasy Origin. I was sitting here going, wait, is that, is, wait, is it happening? And is it, or is it out this week? I think it is. It's not today, is it? Oh. It's really soon. It is really soon. It's Let's not today. Let's see here. It's 15th of March. It's, it's, it's in it, a week. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday next week. You are not going to hear my thoughts on it. It comes out that day. No, you'll you'll hear Jeremy's thoughts on it in two weeks. You won't hear my you- thoughts on it because I refuse to play that game because I played the demo and I did not like it. Oh, Jeremy, you coming from Elden Ring to this? Oh, I'm going to be so good at it. Oh, man. I just- oh, I'm going to be powering for days in this game. I don't think there is one. <laughs> no, maybe there is. I don't know. It's all. It just doesn't feel as good as anything that from software has put out well no uh, of course not everyone look forward to that in a couple of weeks no doubt we'll be here talking about elden ring next week and something else as well uh until then though thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>